Hey guys, welcome back to the Landco podcast. Uh, again, we're here with uh, Matt and Ryan, and we are going to do a property discussion on the uh, 188 acres that Matt has in Peoria County, just outside of Chillicothe. Is that right? That's right. So tell us where it is, like location-wise, from Chillicothe. Sure. Um, kind of just up on the the north end of Chillicothe, um, in Northampton area. Uh, okay. Familiar with. Um, so really not far off of Route 29. Uh, it's pretty conveniently located. You could easily get into town within a matter of a couple of minutes. Um, you know, from Chicago, it's less than two hours. You know, Peoria, you're looking at 20, 25 minutes tops. Um, very easy to get to, but also it's tucked back. It's um, You definitely feel like it's it's out in the country a little ways. Okay. Well, let me. I just pulled up the map, so let me uh, I'll try to pull that up so they can see that. So um, I'll back out. Okay, so you can see Chillicothe. Literally, it's almost exactly northwest of Chillicothe. Not too far off the river. Right. I feel like that uh, choppy sound has gotten worse. You guys hear that? I've, I've got some choppiness on my end for my connection. Well, uh, we'll try. We'll try to fix that for you guys. Um, so let's go to the, uh, we've all been there a few times, Ryan, you've been there a few times, right? Yeah. I hunted it all year. All, oh, all right. season, yeah. Okay. Um, Matt, and obviously you've been there plenty. Um, right. let's talk about, I'm going to pull up the, uh, aerial and you guys can chat about it just a little bit. Uh, give me one second here. At least what? So the access would be on the West. Yeah, they try right. to West West yeah. You got it. Okay. So it's up, man. Matt, give us a rundown of kind of the basic layout, and then we'll dive into like the specifics on it. Sure. Um, you know, it's 188 acres. It's got over 40 acres enrolled in the CREP program, um, which is paying out over $13,000 uh, annually for income. It's also and that, got. And that uh, CREP, hold on one sec. That CREP is. Um, on that map that you have on the website, that's all the orange, correct? Correct. Got all it. those areas. So everything that you see that's not highlighted in orange, it's open. That is um, either area that could be put into a specific food plot, uh, whatever reason, or grow crop. There's definitely an area up on top that's uh, just over 17 acres, I believe, that could easily be put into row crop for some. Got it. Um, okay. Um, well, give us the rundown. You guys have all been there and hunted it. So, Ryan, what are your? We can dive into the specifics on the property, but let's start with your thoughts. What do you think, Ryan? You've been there. It sounds like plenty. Yeah, I hunted a lot this uh, this past deer season, and it's it's a really really good farm. Uh, the eastern border is a Snatchwine Creek, and I think it's the creek or river. I don't know how they classify the creek. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a very it's a large big, creek. It's it's a it's a big body of water that comes down through that east side of the farm, um, and there is a lot of deer on the farm uh, with all the CRP, uh, which is all on native native uh, uh, grasses, and then a lot of the farm is south facing hillsides, to where those deer bed up on those hillsides and come down into the bottoms, and it is. I saw a lot of deer there. As far as the whitetail farm goes, it is with a little bit of management. It could be, it could be white. I mean, just absolutely awesome. Um, yeah. 
I saw a lot of good bucks. Um, not a lot of pressure uh, from the neighbors. You know, there's some gun hunting. But as far as bow hunting, I didn't really see a lot of trucks parked uh, around the perimeter. Um, the owner uh, hunts it a little bit as well. Uh, he's got he's got a pretty impressive wall of whitetails that he has shot off this farm over the last, I don't know how many years he's owned it, 15 years. Matt, you know that better than I do. I think I think he's owned it uh, since, um, at least the mid-90s. Okay. So, I mean, we're looking at over 20 years that I think he's, he's had it. Yeah, between the sheds that he has found uh, and the whitetails that he has personally shot off of it, um, and some trail cam pictures, uh, it is, it, it, it's a really, really good farm, and it's located in a really, really good area known for big whitetails. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I can, this area, I can, you know, speak to it. One of my personal family farms, you know, as the crow flies is less than two miles away from there, and I know neighbors of this farm that have shot deer that we've had on camera at our place, you know, over the years. I mean, with the deer traveling through there, um, through that whole part of North Chillicothe area, I mean, there are some giant whitetails that, that go through this area, and especially with the farm that like this that's set up the way it is, with that much CRP uh, on that place, it's going to be able to hold a lot of deer. And obviously Ryan and, sure. and I have both personally, we've seen it. Anytime you go out there, I mean, there's there's no shortage of deer out there. And you cut off a little bit um, when you were chatting there, but like I know your family farm is right next to it, and mm -hmm. we were talking about the quality of deer. I mean, talk talk to us about that for just a minute because you cut out. But I've seen the deer that you, that you guys have shot on your farm. You're, you're talking Pope and Young, Boone and Crockett, like you know, 200 inch plus caliber, correct? We've taken several Pope and Young deer off of our farm in the area. We've taken uh, definitely some. Uh, a number of Boone and Crockett quality deer. There's even been deer, um, not only that we've, that I've harvested personally, um, but also deer that we've had trail camera pictures of that have been touching that 200 inch number for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's, let's chat about the actual property because I, I've been there. And so you guys are better at this than I am, but I feel like as good as it is, it could be better because there's things out there that I would do differently. If I were deer here and things that you guys would probably do differently as well. So Matt, chat about that for a minute or two. Yeah. And I mean, I'll let Ryan, you know, chime into because he hunted it this year. I did not, but um, you know, things you look for on a property for sure are food, water, and cover. Um, there's definitely the cover there. These deer definitely feel uh, protected and safe on this farm with all the uh, CRP that's on there. There's definitely a water source there all year round. The thing that it's lacking is food. There's definitely areas to be able to put food plots in there and a significant amount of it. Um, it's just, you know, the owner uh, is, you know, he's not in the area. He's not as hands on getting that done this year. So it was not there for Ryan to be able to utilize that. But if somebody who took this place on were to go in and put some food in there, the possibilities for deer hunting, I, in my opinion, could be just insane and ridiculous. You could be able to go in there and kill giants every year being able to bring them into a concentrated area. Well, I'm going to, Ryan, and well, either of you guys, I'm going to bring the map up because just so you can see that the, uh, what's that top field? 14, 15 acres. I'm, I'm doing my best to like highlight it with my mouse here so they can see it. I think it's around 17, maybe a little bit more. Okay. Um, with the, with the um, area that's left along the edges for 
um, you know, like a fire break. Yep. So that could go to either production or food plot or like a hybrid of both, right? Whoever were to take this place on could put whatever they want in there right now. It's not enrolled in any sort of conservation program and there's no uh, row crop up there right now. I mean, somebody, there's even a, a panel up there that they were going to use for electricity to have a home site up there if somebody eventually wanted to do that. For sure. And and I know that when we were out there, Matt, you were saying that a lot of the deer that you saw were coming up from south to north and traveling through that field to get to the neighbors because that's where the food is. Exactly. There's a, a giant ag field just to the north of that top field there. And a majority of the traffic we saw through the farm was all coming from the south to the north, crossing through that field to get to the neighbors. Yep. And then on the south, not the south, it would be the uh, east field. There's a, uh, it's in CRP and you should, we should clarify, it's not the permanent CRP, correct? CREP, correct? It's just it the normal, not. okay. Um, the contract goes through 2031. That's right. So he kept out a little plot in the middle of that bottom field, um, which I think is cool. How, do we know how big that is, that area out there? Was it three acres, two acres? I believe it's just over three acres. Okay. So that would be an additional food plot. And is this the one that you could plant 10% in or no? Is this this? We chatted about that. I don't think we know that yet, do we? You know, after I, I did have a conversation with the owner and based on some information I've gathered and um, with uh, when he signed it up and some, some uh, things that he declined by doing so, the arrangements he's made, I believe he would be set aside 10% of the CRP contract for um, food plot. Planting. Okay. Well, so, I mean, you're talking 15, 16 acres up top, two acres down uh, at the bottom, plus 10% of the, how many total acres is there, CRP? 40, 42? Uh, it's just over 40. Okay. So another four acres. So there could be plenty of food. Absolutely. Not. Right? Sorry, Did I lose both of you guys? I'm back now. I'm sorry, I was just saying. Yeah, so there's um, right now there's no food, but there could be the top field, the 15 acres, the bottom field, the four acres or two acres, plus 10% of the CRP contract. So there could be plenty of food here. Right now, there's just none, right? There's even there's even a couple of spots, you know, just off the trails where I think you could go and take one or two, you know, trees out and put in, you know, a spot that's maybe a half acre for some you know, custom food plotting. There's even an apple orchard on uh, the farm, which is going to provide some food source for the deer. That's right. Let me pull that up. Um, I've got the map up again. Let me see here. Um, there's also that, I've never been back there, but there's that little plot in the timber on like the south side. Matt, have you been back there? I've not, uh, but after speaking with the, the owner at one point, that was a food plot. Uh, it was used many, many years ago uh, before he bought the property as a campsite. Uh, so that area is cleared. Uh, it's it. maybe overgrown with some, um, you know, just some undergrowth in the last couple of years, but would easily be cleared off for a, uh, a nice little tucked in there, you know, woods food plot for sure. Nice. Okay. Um, and the, here is that, uh, zoom in a little bit. Well, there's a few, isn't there a few spots with, uh, so when you pull in the drive, there's the uh, fruit trees to the north, right? I pulled that up. Correct. Correct. Isn't there, or are those pecan trees or something back in the timber? There is. There is a, uh, a section. I believe, Ryan, you're familiar with that area. There are some pecan trees back 
that long. Yeah, it's on past Quonset uh, Hut, back by the what we call the horseshoe, the Snatchwine Creek makes a huge oxbow, and they're it, they're right off. There's a, a clearing that where the pecan trees are right there. Yeah, I think I got it pulled up here. Okay, do pecan trees have any value for deer? Or is that just kind of a uh, they love to there? Once they start producing, they they absolutely love them. Really? Okay. Um, let me pull back out of this. What are we missing? Talk about the timber because I. You know, I was out there, and it has kind of a wide variety. At least that's what I thought. You get some of the brush stuff, like old cattle pasture regrowth, which is super thick, but then it's got some giant hardwood. So at least to me, it looked like it had a little bit of all of it. Yeah, I did. There's different areas. There's several different dynamics of this timber. There's the big, thick, you know, you can barely walk through type areas. There's some open hardwood areas. There's small growth timber, big growth timber, the stuff along the snatch line. I believe there's some really nice walnuts uh, down through the, uh, along the creek down there. Um, I think the timber value, you know, I'm no timber expert, but for what I've seen, there's some value in the timber on this place too. Um, I agree. And I, and I believe, Matt, I, you know this better than I do, but it's got, it's got power ran back there, right? I don't know if there's up I don't top. know if there's power up on top. Um no, he cleared that path going up top so you could run overhead power. Yeah, right. there's 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 no power running into it, but there's been a, a path cleared from the road up to that top section where there was going to be a building site for power to be run up there, which would be done very easily now that that area's been cleared. Okay. I got you. And I'll yeah. I'll pull that up. Hold on, give me one second. Does it does it have water on site as well or not? I mean, there's no well. There's not. On, 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 there is not. Okay. So I just remember the owner was raising pheasants at one point in time back there. There is a there is a pheasant raising pen on on site. He did raise pheasants uh, pheasants there. Sorry, um, release in all the CRP grass. Um, but I mean, as far as like water, there is no well there. Okay. Um, Are all those houses? Because there's a lot of really nice houses back there on big lots. Are those all on well? You know. I can only assume so. Yes, I, I've yeah. got some friends back there in, uh, in the area, about a half mile away, and they're on a well. So I would assume that all those houses are on on cool. a well. Yeah. Um, okay. What are we missing on this one? I so mean, much. Ryan, you can chime in, but I mean, I, there's a lot of properties that you know we go through, and you know you can say, oh, there's potential to go out there, and you know, down the road you're going to be able to harvest some giant whitetail. This is one of those farms that. I don't think there's any question. Um, you go in there and you put food where it needs to go. You will kill a giant whitetail off of this farm every single year that you own it, as long as it's managed properly. I don't think there's any question in that with um, the amount of diverse habitat on the farm um, and the potential to not only, you know, grow these deer with the food that you could put on there, but to hold them with the amount of cover that's on the property as well. I don't know, Ryan, I mean, your thoughts too. I mean, you oh, definitely I, I totally agree. Um, it's also, you know, if it's somebody looking to build a, a, a retreat or a cabin or even build a home on, I mean, this is this is a this is a, a, a top end farm in my opinion. As far as you're you're on a very very good blacktop road that goes through, right. um, very well maintained road. Um, as far it's as very you, close to Chillicothe. 
Um, if somebody wanted to run in town for any reason, you know. Right. You're literally 10 minutes from the, the, the Casey store. Uh, right. Literally. Uh, you've got access to all the utilities as far as power, water, all that it should not be a problem because um, there are some, like John said, houses around the outlying area of it. Um, in my opinion, it's it's a turnkey farm right now, the way it sits. Yeah. And not I, to mention I, I, if somebody did decide they wanted to build the views where they could build a house up there, the views you know on that top part are absolutely incredible. If somebody wanted a little retreat to have a cabin or a house, um, it's about as scenic as you can get. I was going to say that because what that house site that um, we chatted about is probably what 60, 80 feet above the, the bottom ground. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So super cool views. You might have to remove a few trees, but um, pretty cool. Um, also want to bring up because uh, you talked about the CRP at the bottom. Most CRP farms that we look at, people say CRP and it looks like they haven't touched it in you know 20 years. The CRP grasses down there are awesome. Like they are thick. They're in yeah. excellent shape, right? Pretty it's, rare. It's some of the nicest CRP you'll you'll see. Right. Absolutely. Okay. What else? Anything else we're missing on this one? It's got that little hoop building just for kind of storage. Yeah, the Quonset hut. Yeah, it does, it's got the Quonset hut, and I mean that thing is, um, you know, if somebody just wants to keep their equipment out of the elements. It's it's dry as can be. I've I've been out there during a, a pretty a uh, rough rainstorm and I, I didn't catch a drop on me, you know, standing under that thing. Uh, so it definitely serves its purpose. Um, but there is other, you know, if somebody wanted to put some other storage buildings up there, there's definitely areas where they could do that. Plenty spots. Okay, cool. Well, I think that'll wrap it up. Matt, Ryan, we're missing anything on this one? No, nope, just, it's a great farm. If somebody should buy it, it's really, really nice farm. Absolutely. Okay. Well, cool. Well, uh, you guys, thanks for listening. And uh, that'll wrap it up for tonight. We'll be back at you shortly with another one.